Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is the Wikipedia page for James T. Kirk, part two of two. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Bernardo, KSN, reminding you all to subscribe. That's right, everybody. Subscribe. Live long and prosper. Exactly. All of that stuff that you've recently learned about Star Trek. I've watched a lot of Star Trek in my day. Don't oh, worry. Oh, really? Which one? Enterprise, mostly. Oh, okay. That's why you thought that Captain Kirk was on the Enterprise series. Well, as we found out, like he did make an appearance, which is why I'm not crazy. But sure. I have I have watched sure. the original series, just not as much. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Anyway, let's let's just do this. Um, yeah, let's do because, this. Because Victor's trying to prove that I'm a phony, that I wear a Nirvana shirt but can't wear but can't name any of their songs, but actually I can. So what are you talking about? Oh, uh, you know, the feminists out there will know what I'm talking about. Happy Pride, everybody. What are you wait, what are you actually talking about? When people wear like band shirts because uh-huh. they like it. And they like the band in general. And then like somebody comes up to them and they're trying to gatekeep and they're but like, you just said that that's what I'm doing to you. Well, you were a little bit. No, I'm not You're a little bit. <laughs> no, oh, I'm which not Star walking Trek up. Did you watch? I'm not. Wa- what do you mean? Listen, if you want to talk about this, let's talk about this. Last episode, you said Captain Kirk was on the show Enterprise. And I was he like, was. no. Yes, he no, was. No, no, and you said he was. That was where he was all the time. Like he was the main guy, and he was not. Okay, 
Well, so, I mixed him up with Picard so for a second. If you want to say you mixed him up with Picard, Just Card for a was all Card Picard was also not on the show Star Trek Enterprise, by the what? way. What? Exactly. What? He was wait a yeah, second. Wait, Star wait, Trek wait, wait. Next Generation was Picard. Okay. So you you're just whack. <laughs> you're being whack. You're whackity whack whack right now. They whack. all kind of like <laughs> merge together in my mind. Oh well, wow, you know? I'm glad you uh made a win for feminism in this conversation. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Kelvin timeline. Main articles, Star Trek Film, Star Trek Into Darkness, and Star Trek Beyond. In this series, Chris Pine plays Kirk, Zachary Quinto plays Spock, Carl Urban plays Bones McCoy, Simon Pegg plays Montgomery Scotty Scott, Zoe Saldana plays Neota Uhara, John Cho plays Hikaru Sulu, and Anton Yelchin plays Pavel Chekhov. This series takes place in an alternate course of events known as the Kelvin timeline that revealed different origins for Kirk, the formation of his association with Spock and how they came to serve together on the Enterprise. Whereas the original series portrayed Kirk as having been born in Iowa, the Star Trek film portrays him being born on a shuttle escaping the starship USS Kelvin in an alternate timeline in which his father is killed when the Kelvins attack by a Romulan ship from the future. In the film, George and Winona Kirk named their son James Tiberius after his maternal and paternal grandfathers, respectively. Although the film treats specific details from Star Trek as mutable, characterizations are meant to remain the same, though with Kirk being initially portrayed as a reckless barfighting rebel, but who eventually matures. According to Pine, the character is a 25-year-old who acts like a 15-year-old and who is angry at the world until he enrolls in Starfleet Academy basically after being dared by Captain Christopher Pike. Kirk and Spock clash at Starfleet Academy, but over the course of the film, Kirk focuses his, quote, passion and obstinance and the spectrum of emotions and becomes captain of the Enterprise. Development, conception and television, Jeffrey Hunter played the commanding officer of the USS Enterprise, Captain Christopher Pike, in the rejected Star Trek television pilot, The Cage. In developing a new pilot episode called Where No Man Has Gone Before, series creator Gene Roddenberry changed the captain's name to James Kirk after rejecting other options like Hannibal, Timber, Flag, and Raintree. The name was inspired by Captain James Cook, whose journal entry, Ambition Leads Me Farther Than Any Other Man Has Been Before Me, inspired the episode title. The character is in part based on C.S. Forrester's Horatio Hornblower Hero, and NBC wanted the show to emphasize the captain's rugged individualism. Jack Lord was Desilu Productions' original choice to play Kirk, but his demand for 50% ownership of the show led to him not being hired. The second pilot episode was successful, and Where No Man Has Gone Before was broadcast as the third episode of Star Trek on September 22nd, 1966. William Shatner tried to imbue the character with qualities of awe and wonder absent from the cage. He also drew upon his experiences as a Shakespearean actor to invigorate the character whose dialogue at times is laden with jargon. Not only did Shatner take inspiration from Roddenberry's suggestion of Hornblower, but also from Alexander the Great, the athlete and the intellectual of his time, whom Shatner had played for an unsold television pilot two years earlier. 
In addition, the actor based Kirk partly on himself because the fatigue factor after weeks of daily filming is such that you try to be as honest about yourself as possible. A comedy veteran, Shatner suggested making the show's characters as comfortable working in space as they would be at sea, thus having Kirk be a humorous, good pal the captain, who in time of need would snap to and become the warrior. Changing the character to be a man with very human emotions also allowed for the development of the Spock character. Shatner wrote that, quote, Kirk was a man who marveled and greatly appreciated the endless surprises presented to him by the universe. He didn't take things for granted, and more than anything else, respected life in every one of its weird, weekly adventure forms. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you keep up with the Kardashians. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thank you for listening to that message. I don't know why she was talking about the Kardashians either. Let's get back to the show. I think you do know. Why? What I how do I know? Well, because Kardashians are a thing in the Star Trek, but then like and but then there's like the actual Kardashians. Oh, you're making a pun about the Kardashians in Star Trek. Yes, I'm sorry. I think so little about the keeping up with the Kardashians that it was not something that I jumped on. I don't really know anything about it other than that's the name of the show. Got it. But it was a very funny joke. Oh, you think so? Yes. Films. Shatner did not expect Star Trek to be successful. So when it was canceled in 1969, he assumed it would be the end of his association with the franchise. Following Star Trek's popularity after its cancellation, Shatner went on to voice Kirk in the animated Star Trek series, star in the first seven Star Trek films, and provide voice acting for several games. Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan director and writer Nicholas Meyer, who had never seen an episode of Star Trek before he was assigned to direct, conceived a hornblower in outer space atmosphere, unaware that those books had been an influence on the show. Meyer also emphasized parallels to Sherlock Holmes, in that both characters waste away in the absence of stimuli. New cases for Holmes, Starship Adventures for Kirk. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Meyer's The Wrath of Conscript focuses on Kirk's age, with McCoy giving him a pair of glasses as a birthday present. The script states that Kirk is 49, but Shatner was unsure about being specific about Kirk's age, because he was hesitant to portray a middle-aged version of himself. Shatner changed his mind when producer Harv Bennett convinced Shatner that he could age gracefully, like Spencer Tracy. 
Spock's sacrifice at the end of the film allows for Kirk's spiritual rebirth after commenting earlier that he feels old and worn out. Kirk states in the final scene that he feels young. Additionally, Spock's self-sacrificing solution to the no-win Kobayashi Maru scenario, which Kirk had cheated his way through, forces Kirk to confront death and to grow as a character. Both Shatner and test audiences were dissatisfied that Kirk was fatally shot in the back in the original ending of the film Star Trek Generations. An addendum inserted while Shatner's Star Trek movie Memories memoir was being printed expresses his enthusiasm at being called back to film a rewritten ending. Despite the rewrite, Generations co-writer Ronald D. Moore said that Kirk's death, which was intended to resonate throughout the Star Trek franchise, failed to pay off the themes of death and mortality in the way he wanted. Malcolm McDowell, whose character kills Kirk, was dissatisfied with both versions of Kirk's death. He believed Kirk should have been killed in a big way. McDowell claims to have received death threats after Generations was released. I'm sure he did. Because <laughs> fans get, you know, crazy. Franchise Reboot in Star Trek 2009, screenwriters Alex Kurtzman and Roberto Orki focused their story on Kirk and Spock in the movie's alternative timeline while attempting to preserve key character traits from the previous depictions. Kurtzman said casting someone whose portrayal of Kirk would show that the character is being honored and protected was tricky, but that spirit of Kirk is very much alive and well in Pine's depiction. Due to his belief that he could not take himself seriously as a leader, Pine recalled having difficulty with his audition, which required him to bark Trek jargon, but his charisma impressed director J.J. Abrams. Pine's chemistry with Zachary Quinto playing Spock led Abrams to offer Pine the role. Jimmy Bennett played Kirk in scenes depicting the character's childhood. The writers turned to material from the novel Best Destiny for inspiration as to Kirk's childhood. In preparing to play Kirk, Pine decided to embrace the character's key traits. Charming, funny, leader of men. Rather than try to fit the pre-digested image of Shatner's portrayal, Pine specifically did not try to mirror Shatner's cadence, believing that doing so would become an impersonation. Pine said he wanted his portrayal of Kirk to most resemble Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones or Han Solo characters, highlighting their humor and accidental hero traits. I think that that came through when he played Kirk. I, I think he was definitely in the Han Solo world. I haven't seen this movie since it came out, so it's hard for me to comment. Well, thank you for telling us that you weren't commenting. Yeah, you're welcome. A misunderstanding arose during the film's production about the possibility of Shatner making a cameo appearance. According to Abrams, the production team considered ways to resurrect Shatner's deceased Kirk character, but could not devise a way that was not lame. However, Abrams believed Shatner misinterpreted language about trying to get him into the movie as a reference to Shatner and not his character. Shatner released a YouTube video expressing disappointment at not being approached for a cameo. Although Shatner questioned the wisdom of not including him in the film, he predicted the movie would be wonderful and that he was kidding about Abrams not offering him a cameo. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Go get him, Shatner. Somebody had some harsh words with him. Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Kirk also appears in Star Trek Strange New Worlds, which is set six years before the events of the original series. 
He first appears in the final episode of season one, portrayed by Paul Wesley, and is set to appear as a recurring guest in season two. In this series, the Enterprise has another captain, Christopher Pike, who first appeared in The Cage. Other fellow crew members from the original series, such as Uhura, Spock, and Nurse Chapel are main characters in Strange New Worlds. Okay, so uh, there is more to read. You can read the sections on reception yourself or cultural impact, which is probably a fun section, and fan productions. I've seen some of the fan productions. They are amazing. I'll tell you why they're amazing is because the fans are so good at special effects and terrible at acting. So they're fun to watch. That checks out. (laughs) Um, Not all of them have bad acting. There are actually some that are pretty good. But uh, the majority are uh, deliciously fun. And I think that was fun. I think so. James T. Kirk is a good page. If you were to be any Star Trek character, who would it be? That'd be Q. Mm. How come? What do you think? I'm not sure. I am Googling right now. (laughs) Q has appeared in every version of Star Trek since Generations, by the way. So just saying. Yeah, like I said, it all kind of merges together for me. Yes, you're a real fan. I wouldn't call myself a mega fan. I would say I'm just like a general fan. How far are you fallen since the beginning of this episode? I would either be Data or the cat. All right. You know the cat I'm talking about? I know that one of the people had a cat. I don't remember where who had the cat, though. Yeah, I would also be the flute from that one episode. You would be a flute? Yeah. Great. This has been the Wikipedia page for James T. Kirk, part two of two. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. And check us out on YouTube for more content. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your Captain Kirk impressions. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.